Zaxter Video here from Boston Speaks Up. I'm here with someone uh, that is finding out today that he's been uh, a mentor to me from afar and someone who's inspired me with his positivity. Yeah, man. <laughs> Long before I ever moved to California. And um, I want everyone to, to meet and say hello to Michael Bernier. Yes, yes. Hello, my sweet friend. Such a pleasure to be here with you, Zach. You know I love you, man. And thanks for saying those kind words. They're so appreciated and take it to the heart. Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Um, I remember one. I remember coming back on a, a trip home from L.A., like after a few years living out west. And, one, and I was just, you know, being my positive self. And someone was like, oh, you're so California now. And I remember, ironically, I'm having dinner with this friend tonight. And my buddy was like, what are you talking about? Zach's always been a positive guy. And I think growing up in like the Merrimack Valley, like there's all different shades of people. But certainly, yeah. generally speaking, like I, I certainly bumped into a lot of folks that weren't always the most optimistic. Um, and you were like a, a beacon of hope and light that like wherever you were in the world, like you could just you controlled yeah. your happiness. I think that, um, thank you for recognizing that. I, I think that something that people tend to overlook is that you decide how you feel, you know? So you are the controller of your own mind and body. And regardless of the situation that you're in, whatever struggles or troubles lie before you, as you're on the path to overcoming them, you decide how you feel in that process. So whether you are overcoming a struggle and you're feeling negative about it and complaining and letting it consume you and overcome you with worry, um, or you could approach that same struggle, that same battle in your life with a positive outlook, like this thing lies before me, I'm gonna feel so good knowing that I'm taking the steps every single day. I'm going to sleep knowing that I took steps towards overcoming this obstacle and I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna run through it. I'm gonna charge through it feeling so good. Like there's no, there's no where it's written, it's law in any way that you have to feel bad while you're going through something. So I've always felt that way and operated that way. Like, okay, this is the situation I'm in. This is a tough one. But I'm going to be positive as I make it happen because everything is possible. Like you make it real. You take the steps that are necessary to accomplish what it is you need to do and feel good throughout the process. That's beautiful. Man. What is feeling bad like yeah. doing for you? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Like, where does that come from? Like, even, I mean, as long as I've... I, Growing up in Methuen, I think you, you spent time in sort of Drake at Lawrence. I can remember bumping into you at World's Gym in Methuen back in the day. Yeah. And uh, and just you just had like an air of positivity about you. But are there certain people or certain moments in your life where you were just like, fuck this. Like, this is this is how this is how simple I'm going to make my life. Like, I'm going to I'm going to I choose to be happy. Like, um, is there a moment or a person that inspired you? It wasn't necessarily a particular moment or an individual. I think it was all the days of my life, um, all the books I read, all the situations that I put myself in, some of the extensive travels around the world and living alone in a tent in the rainforest and being secluded for months at a time like things that helped me to realize what life was all about and something clicked in me one day um and i realized like i can 
I can do what I want to do with my time and still be a, you know, quote unquote, productive, successful member of society. Like I can, I can make money and enjoy my life on my positive terms. Like, I don't, I don't, to get back to your question, there's no specific situation. It was all the things that I did that led me to a particular frame of mind that was like, I can enjoy this life. I can do everything that I want to do. Um, it's just some switch, like, and I believe that. And anything that I want to make happen, I can make happen. And I think everybody has that power in them. And ultimately, you become what you think. If you sit around thinking, I'm nothing, I'm nobody, and you're not doing anything to change it, then perhaps that's likely what you will become. And, uh, you know, why not feel good? Like, like yeah. I guess that's the premise of it all. It's like, I know that I feel good when I feel good. Like, when <laughs> I'm happy, it feels good. So why not feel that way while I'm going about everything else? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. A couple things that you said there, I want to unpack a little bit. The travel that you've done, mm. I'd love to hear like some stories about the, the favorite, like your most sort of some of your favorite um, travel stories. And, and I believe, and I could be mistaken at one point in time, I feel like you, like we were hanging out years ago mm-hmm. and there was like a Jack Johnson story. Maybe. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like, like, I don't know if you want like double click on that one and maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe 10 years ago, I went to Molokai. It's one of the Hawaiian islands and it's, you know, it's very secluded. And I, I took a little puddle jumper to get over there and went seven miles deep into the bush of Molokai and lived in a tent by by the ocean. And there was a man and a woman that owned the land and I would see them on occasion. Uh, I was living off the land, like everything that I was consuming was from the trees. You know, I was completely living in the bush. And, um, Somehow there was a guitar that was there and I found out that at some point Eddie Vedder had come to this location and like donated the guitar to whoever happened to come stay there. It was a Gibson Blues King, so I put new strings on it, set it up, and I was playing it. And then um, at some point uh, the older gentleman who was there on the land, Fuji, he was like, you know, the there's a ceremony happening tonight where they're moving a boat into the water and we wave banana leaves and bless the boat. You know, do you want to come and we're going to go check out, like push the boat into the water? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll go. It was the first time I like seen any people in a few weeks. And we went out and there was a ship builder and he built this massive sailing ship and we pushed it across the street into the ocean and, set it off into the water and then um, walked up to the house that was across the way and I was sitting there on the porch it was just at this point it was just me and the Fuji was in the house with the guy that owned it and a truck was pulling up onto the lawn it was a big long lawn that led to the front porch and it parked like in the middle of the front lawn and walking towards me I'm looking and I'm like oh seeing that face and a dude comes and sits down next to me the guy with him walks in the house and it's eddie vetter and he's like 
just sat down. He's like, hey, what's going on? Introduced himself. I'm Eddie. I'm like, I'm Michael. And he's, he, uh, I want to show you something. He takes out his phone and he's like, my daughter got up on a surfboard for the first time today and I got a picture. <laughs> Showed me the picture. And I was like, you know, this is kind of a unique situation. I've been list- I just had just read the Into the Wild book mm. and I was listening to that CD that Eddie had put out. I ended up with the guitar, like living in the bush. And then three weeks later, it's just me and Eddie sitting alone here. He's showing me pictures of his daughter. I'm like, man, this is a unique situation here. But anyhow, I told him I had his guitar and that was it. But, you know, you put yourself out there and do unique things and (laughs) step outside of your comfort zone and, you know, remove yourself from civilization and you know, go go past that point of where you normally would turn back and go home and all these beautiful things happen. Like if you don't start the race, you can't finish. And that process of going from the beginning to the end, like getting through something and arriving in beautiful situations is, I don't know, you, you gotta, you just have to, you gotta live. You right. Know? So it was Eddie Vedder. That's, yeah, that's it was Eddie, that's and the guy that was with him yeah. was Jack Johnson's dad. That's who Got the other it. dude that's that was right. there. Okay. So, that's why I remember Jack yeah, Johnson's part of that story. Yeah. What uh, compelled you to go on that trip, go on that journey? Um, I don't really know how it started. I just, you know, I, I, um, I had started a business after college that had allowed me to take like three or four months off a year, and I was just traveling, like taking my backpack and hitting up different places, like for months at a time by myself, Costa Rica, Belize, um, the Commonwealth of Dominica and West Indies, like just putting myself out there. I wasn't really sure why I was doing it. Um, I know that I really embraced the feeling of being in new societies, experiencing new norms, and it really expanded my you know, the way that I observe or my perception of where I am now, knowing how many different ways of living exist out there from people living in the bush and making their bread over fires, like, you know, to people's houses being stacked on top of each other, made out of corrugated steel and, you know, just seeing different ways. I knew that it was doing something for me. Right. And it also at the same time made me really love where we are here. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it, man. And then at some point, I had my last trip in Belize. And during that, it was the first time after like 10 years of spending months alone in, in the bush in different places, that was the first time I asked myself, like, what, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And I didn't really have an answer, but I knew when I got home that I loved it yeah. here. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about about home and what home is for you. Sort of, at, like, we're here in in Newburyport, Mass. Mm-hmm. That you, you've made your home or in a uh, a structure that you've personally worked on, sort of reinventing a, yeah. a, bar, a reinvented barn, if you will, production studio. Um, what what brought you here, and, and why is Newburyport sort of a, a special place for you? Um, so after all that traveling, I knew I wanted to come back out here, but I was I was living like Methuen and Haverhill, and uh, you know beautiful places, but I personally wasn't inspired by them, and I wasn't you know like I I enjoy a sense of community, 
getting to know people, saying hello at the coffee shop, like being able to walk to town. So I, you know, Newburyport wasn't too far from where my family is, so I could still see my mom and dad and brothers and whatever, and uh, enjoy a good sense of community near the water. And I love the beach and all yeah. that. So I moved up here with uh, Marcus Sebastiano like 12, 15 years ago, and then uh, just ended up never leaving, bought this house uh, six years ago built the studio right away that's it and it's just like a sweet little friendly town people hold the door there's yeah. no crime you know that's it i i like it here it's really sweet cool yeah. marcus is someone i want to talk to in the future his his uh art artwork's really taken off I think. oh yeah, yeah he's, he's doing his thing man he's got a lot of popular um installations in boston going like he's he seems to be in high demand doing his he's thing he's crushing it we whatever just... water you two were drinking in newberry park <laughs> has got some creative juice in it yeah <laughs> we just had a really nice trip to san diego a couple of weeks ago where i was emceeing an event out there and he ended up landed some art deal and it all worked out beautifully yeah it's so that's you just got to put yourself yeah. in the, like you said put he yourself was, in yeah. the moment yeah, he was just coming along to hang out, and then like something just popped off. It was beautiful. Nice. Yeah. What was so? You, yeah, you, when we were communicating about setting up this time to to catch up, yeah. you mentioned you were traveling a bit, doing some some emceeing. Like, t t talk to me a bit about your master ceremonies work. Like, is what kind of stuff you doing? Do you do you enjoy? It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you hear me talking here, and I'm like super chilled out and laid back. Is because like in my my work world i guess i'm wild mc man you know the so at this point i'm on the microphone at probably a hundred events a year traveling the country from san diego to the florida keys vermont virginia seattle like just saying the nicest things making large groups of people feel good about whatever it is they're about to do you know providing motivation and a sense of connectivity amongst everybody there. Um, most often the events are like health and fitness mm -hmm. driven, you know, yeah. running marathons, yeah. half marathons, trail runs. Um, but I'm also doing some like motivational speeches at high schools. I did one at the near here at the Greater Lawrence Vogue, you know, just letting people know that everything's all right man it's a beautiful day to be alive like right now everything is okay yeah. you can do anything if you don't like the situation that you're in like change it up here we go let's yeah. have the best time yeah that's cool um, so yeah that's really going well and I, and it was an accident you know it wasn't something i planned on doing um i was doing a lot of events uh, coordination for the amesbury sports park and we used to have like the Warrior Dash come through there and the color run. And I think it was the Warrior Dash that their MC didn't show up. So they asked me if I would do it. And they're like, I'm like, all right. So I did it. And the park really liked it. So they started writing into their contract for all those big races that I had to be the MC. There you go. And so that first year I did like seven. And I'd put no effort into it the next year. I did like 15. And then before I knew it, I'm like, you know, I just did like 40 of these things and I haven't done anything to try. Like, I didn't know I had a niche. Um, 
And now that I'm putting effort into it and there's a team behind it, it's uh, become a real thing, you know, and it's a, I'm ultimately out there saying the nicest things, telling people that they're beautiful, like it's all truth, it's all love, and um, it's a great, you know, additional income for yeah. me. But at the end of it, it feels good, and i uh, like, it's not work, yeah. That's cool, I mean, that that's the the best thing start where you just sort of naturally are being yourself. So yeah. you're just being yourself, and you're like, oh, I did 40 of these, mm. this can be a thing, all right, like, let's devote yeah. a little, well, don't devote a little more attention to kind of putting an infrastructure yeah. around myself, but yeah, you just get to be you, and, and that's what, that's what, um, that's what's really neat about like that that side of you. Like I've been actually, I have a list of different mm-hmm. things I want to catch up on. Like I want to catch up on your music and and some of the production work you're doing. But just double clicking a little further on the MCing stuff. Yeah, man. What do you have planned locally? Like I, I I've been on a big. I'm trying to fill a bit of my personal agenda with like, co- you know, combining with like minds and just kind of understanding like, all right, you're out at all these health and fitness events and you're sort of, you know, there's, there's people who have already opted into, Hey, I want to feel better. Yeah. But what about like, I've just been f- thinking a lot about what about people who are struggling maybe to feel better, but like not, and, and maybe they feel good in Newburyport, but what about like, it, and maybe it doesn't have to be Haverhill or Methuen, or it could be in, in Boston, it could be Roxbury, or it could be Dorchester. But what about sort of bringing together communities from around uh, around here, around Newburyport, around greater Boston, and doing a bit of what you're doing on like a national scale? Like, are you doing that? And And if not, can we do something like that together? Because it seems to me there's all these disparate communities and some yeah. which range in happiness and and aren't necessarily like all linked together. And I could see some a positive force like yourself uh, offering that on a more micro scale as opposed to like a national scale. Yeah, well, my face was just on the. Uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve hosted by Ryan Seacrest <laughs> for the like community uniting um, section. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't. It's a beautiful face. It's it's it's, yeah. it's it's a face more worthy than just a podcast. <laughs> we'll definitely put. We got to get a picture together. You yeah. and I we'll put it up with the blog post. Um, <laughs> How'd that come about? Well, I was asked to do the opening ceremonies for the Try for a Cure in Portland, Maine, and it's okay. one of the biggest um, fundraisers for uh, cancer that that exists in our country. And I had a three-minute speech in front of whatever it was, uh, 5,000 racers and spectators and live camera crews like nice whatever it is yeah. some mainstream yeah. television and i just gave a, a a speech ultimately um and um uh, with the the premise of the chinese bamboo tree and you know i'm, I'm sure you've you've heard of this um when you think about the chinese bamboo tree you plant the seed and you you water it and you have to water it consistently every day for five years before the seed actually grows and breaks through the soil. 
So for five years, you're watering this seed and then it breaks through the soil. And then over the next five weeks, it grows to 90 feet tall. So the question is, how long did it take the tree to grow to this height? Was it five weeks or was it the five years? So when you think about getting from here to there, it's not going to happen immediately. There's going to be a long road. There's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be callousing your mind. You're going to have to become obsessed and be savage about getting there. But you're going to get there at some point. You're going to get there. So when you're like, man, I've been pushing this video career for five years nothing happened nothing's happening that five years is a, it's a serious part of the process you have to go through it you have to get through things to get to the other side so a lot of people get to this point in pain and suffering where they turn around they go back they have the opportunity to to go left towards some sort of security or they can take that right hand turn and they can go all in on what they think they really are passionate about so there's very few of us that take that right-hand turn and put themselves out there and step into this world of discomfort, of, mm. of no security. But then you break through to the other side and that world that exists, it's there. But when you break through to that other side, there's just a few, few people that actually put themselves through it and get there. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. All those people that have always been saying things like, you can do anything you put your mind to, you can be what you want to be, and you hear it like it's some sort of motivational crap, some colloquial, commonplace, trite phrases. It's real. So this is what I'm saying to people yeah. in, in front of these audiences. Like, look, put yourself through it. We'll get to that other side. Like, if you don't start, you cannot finish. You know, like, and if it's not you, it's going to be the next guy. Um, when you think about all these great people or people that we consider to be extraordinary, they're just the people that did it. And you didn't if you didn't. And, you know, that, that's it. So these speeches that I'm giving, that's how I feel like I'm bringing people together, helping everybody to realize, like, we're all in the same world, the same situation, the same struggles, the same stripes. Wherever you come from, you got money, you don't have money. You can all get there. It's on you. There's no reason to place the blame on something that happened to you or place the blame on somebody that's oppressing you or putting you down. Like, you make it happen. You create your situation. Mm -hmm. You decide the company you keep. Like, this is real life. This is life that we're living right now. And you decide the, you know, like, you write the pages. Yeah. What happens in the next chapter that's on you? So... I'm out there doing that and also doing, doing this in a, for the most part, unless it's a opening ceremonies or a motivational speech in front of a seated audience, I'm out there just uniting people in a much more uplifting and happy nice. manner. But yeah, man. That's cool. I can see that playing out really well with youth. Like in schools, at the the folk, the kids yeah. there, they like were standing up cheering. Yeah. yeah, man. That's really neat that the folk had you in there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, like, in, in the most humble way, like, everything I have, I created it. Yeah. There's, like, every, like I, all the angles that are, like, allowing me to live this life that I have here is just things that I created. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do this. You make it real or yeah. you don't. Like, it's yeah. a simple decision. Like, it, like, 
it's your life. Like you do things or you don't. You yeah. can sit there and think about it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Like procrastination is just that. Like the time that it happens is right now. So when you go to sleep tonight after hearing this and you're laying down in your bed and there's something that you have as a personal goal, whether it's a continuing goal, it's a, a goal that has a timeline to it. Like you go to sleep tonight and you ask yourself, did I do anything to get closer to that goal. And if you find yourself making an excuse, then forget it, you're procrastinating. You're not gonna do it. You're not the person, or you do it. So go to sleep every night knowing like whatever it is you wanna do, you took one step closer to getting there. Yeah. And I've always just operated that way. Like I know I wanted to make music, so I found a way to succeed in the world of music. You know, I'm playing a, what are they, you know, 125 nights a year with my band you know i came up playing solo shows touring the country doing that i was like this is real and then i you know like i wanted to do production so i built a studio started recording recording my own albums you know and i i enjoy putting together shows i found myself in that situation so now i'm you know my company evolvement music we're booking probably 70 shows a month for other acts you know i'm running thunder road club in in somerville doing the booking for a bunch of other locations out here in Newburyport, like whatever it is you're into, make your way in it, create it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's well, well said. I mean, it's like, that was said I'm, much I'm more. I'm not <laughs> extraordinary. Like yeah. that's the thing, like in, in, in no way am I trying to imply that. I, I think that like I'm super ordinary. The difference is doing it or not doing it. So forget about motivation and think about drive. Like do you have the drive to do it? And I think like, just the, the topic yeah. of this whole thing is like, I enjoy my life and that's why, because I keep on it. Like I keep yeah. my mind like excited. Like there's always new things that can happen every day, opportunities. Like it's a beautiful life if you allow it to be and you you, yeah. you know put the effort in. Yeah. yeah. Different shades of people exist everywhere. That's what you find out when you move and you put yourself in unfamiliar territories. If Boston Speaks Up does anything, like I just really appreciate showing all the different shades of like inspiring, interesting people. It's like, this is actually Boston. Like Boston is Michael Bernier, like the inspiring musician, producer, master of ceremonies, husband, father, like, like, and, and, you know, I actually wanted to, to, to talk to you a bit about like what life's been like for you in Newburyport, like as, uh, as a, as a husband and father, you, you have, you, yeah. Before we yeah. do that, so yeah. You, yeah, what, what I hit what on. you just said what I is like, <laughs> yeah, I fully agree with you. Like Boston and the surrounding areas, there's endless, beautiful, good, good people. Yeah, and loyal. And I feel the same way about the entire yeah. planet. I yeah. think there's this, yeah, like go out there in the world and there's good people doing good things and you will fit in and you will feel loved and you will see love. Uh, I think we're very often confused by what is presented to us because it's more exciting, the negative stuff and the problems and whatever. There is a lot of good things happening in, in the world. That's why yes. I say that. And yes, in Boston, but there's yeah. so much good happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah, man, I'm glad I'm glad you kind of you reaffirmed that. Like and, and just reiterated that because that's uh that's part of the point. It's like, yeah, at a micro level, check out all the different shades of people in Boston, but it's like anywhere. It's it's just 
it's just a reminder that whatever your mindset is, like my intentions are to live a life that every decision I make, my daughter's proud of me. Like that's my compass. My compass is, is, is making good decisions that will make even an 18 month year old, year old right now, like proud of me, you know, proud that I'm her dad. And I feel there's people anywhere I've been in the world, I've found wonderful people. They've greeted me with a smile, whether it's been Thailand or LA or all around the States or the UK or Spain, it doesn't matter. Like people are beautiful, wonderful, and, and, and happy. It doesn't mean every single person within the vicinity of you is beautiful, wonderful, and happy at that given time. They may be fronting as if they're really miserable and unhappy, but there's always an opportunity to sort of like just really attract, um, you know the likeness and the and the positivity that you're putting off, and that's and that's what I've always gotten from you, and and try to kind of wear that as like my mantra in life. It's like, you know, I do a lot of work in business with a lot of egos, and I'm the guy that greets everyone with the big smile to the point where people are like, "What's wrong with smiling that Servideo kid?" Faces, <laughs> smiling faces. Um, to add a little something to that, I. I or it sparks this in me. I think the I'm I'm quite certain that the continuing goal for every human that exists on this planet with any conscious thought should be um, should be one that is a goal of world peace. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to realize that we are all the same and in a, in a world full of peace nothing can bring us more joy so if in every situation that we walk into every new human being we see if we know that it will be we will be embraced with love and that we will give love what could be better so wherever this fits into the whole deal. The continuing goal, I think, of my existence is we're all the same and we should be at peace and having the best possible time together. Why not? Yeah, why not? And that's not silly and hippie and like not doing anything. Productively be the best to each other. It will be better. This is why I love Eastern religions. Like I love, like you're 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 like preaching like 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 Krishna like Krishna right now like it's just love everyone equally like it like the secret of, to life and happiness is can you have the same love and can you empathize with every other human on the planet but like think about it people like do you feel that way is that what you would want I I think about it often like what I want that. I want everyone to like, I'm no better than anyone. I'm no less. We're the same and it's yeah. beautiful. I feel that way. I feel when you approach a different race or a different creed or sexuality or something that's unfamiliar to you and you look at it like, all right, that's out. <laughs> You're silly. Yeah. You're ignorant. You are taking away so much, so much opportunity uh, to have a great day and to see beautiful things and meet beautiful people like we are all the same yeah. it's fine everything is all right yeah you, you um you're kind of hitting on why like as a as a father for me it's it's like 
we as parents like you you know you never want your child to go before you so i think like i certainly want my daughter to be here on this planet long after me and i think part of the reason that i believe so firmly in what you're speaking about just wanting peace and, and happiness on earth which it shouldn't be a crunchy thing to want that. It's because I want my daughter to live in, in a, a peaceful, good, happiness, a, day. a happy world and have a, have a good day every day. Have fun out there, honey. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, in, in a lot of ways, it's helped me feel more certain that, that that's how life should be, like being yeah. a father. I don't know how it's been for you, but that's... It, it's it's reaffirmed a lot of my beliefs that maybe really other people make call you crunchy. check yourself. Yeah. Like, like you look yeah. at your kids. I got two sons now, two and a half years old, and like six weeks old. It's amazing, yeah. man! Congratulations. Thank you. You got a six week old, so yeah. like, how you doing on Born sleep on right Christmas now? Christmas Eve. Yeah. Whatever I'm used. To. Yeah. Used There's to no it. sleep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sleep is beautiful. I love it, but. You know, from when the, you become a parent, you realize life yeah, what you and, can do. Uh, having little kids' life is whatever you get used to broken sleep. Yeah. Um, but it makes you check yourself. I find myself thinking more like, am I being a good person? Was I good to everybody today? Did I do my best in that situation? I, I'm like, oh, you're like spending yeah. my time going over that. Yeah. And then I find myself at this other level of like, yes, I was so good and I was so nice. And and I'm like, but when that person did this, I really wanted to react with a, like a, you know, like tackle them or something or yeah. like say like, are you kidding me? Like, like <laughs> but I didn't, I held it in and I acted nicely, but am I, am I being unkind because I had a thought of, I wanted to react with something other than love. So, yeah, that's some ser- that you, yeah, that's some serious overanalyzation. But I hear it. Like, at the end, there's something I read. I, I want my thoughts to only be of love. Like, that. Yeah. I never even yeah. want to have a, a thought of like aggression and that I'm that I'm having to suppress. I, w- I would like my mind to 100% of the time when, when somebody is like doing something that is, I think is so wrong and ridiculous that I want to just. I like my thought is oh hugs are needed you know you want to hold yourself to like a, a higher level of accountability than just your actions you got to look in the you, you have to yeah you know go look in the accountability mirror like before you go to sleep and and do these things that I take steps towards my goal yeah. take a stop in the mirror and look at yourself and hold yourself accountable for everything so if you look at yourself you don't be like oh um <laughs> I don't know I'm I'm out of shape because I have to work too much and I don't yeah. have the time. No, I'm out of shape because I'm not doing the things that are necessary choices. to be shaped, yeah. be in shape. So, yeah, I know you have to work a lot and you have your kids and you don't have time, but you can make it happen somehow in there. You know, like hustlers don't sleep, yeah. rest with one eye up, make the time, forget <laughs> about sleep, yeah. be a savage, like, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I, I love David Goggins, so, like, there's many things that I'm saying that are, like, out of the same book of his insane yeah. mind, yeah. So there we go. There's a, there's an inspiring figure in your life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, just... That's just at just, the moment, yeah. I'm fleeting yeah. through people like yeah. this, you know? Yeah, well, you sh- yeah, I think it's smart to, like, it's be- to be always expansive and yeah. those we draw inspiration and strength from. 
And I think also that I struggle with them often drawn to people that I feel are saying what I think. So maybe it's just my ego being like, oh, I like this guy because he's saying the stuff that I'm thinking. Yeah. More overanalyzation. I know that's I love a little him. over. No, but that's that's actually, but that's just also acknowledging which what what is the truth, yeah. which is like you know like they're. Am I just hearing like looking for the things that I want to hear? <laughs> What's the you know the crunchy you know book more people know is the secret, which I've read and been given to me t- tougher times when I've been like I got to cheer myself up and be happy. But then even when I graduated from BU, like I remember I got this book with a smiley face on it. It was called The Power of Nice. And I was like, I just got into a ton of debt to get this education. What the fuck is this book with the smiley face on it going to do? And you know what? I've read that book like five times. And you know what the book does? It it gives you all these real-world examples where people are out in the business world, and they were kind and sweet and honest and positive first above all else. And And it eventually came back to benefit them. And those people had prosperous, successful, happy lives not just business careers but lives and it was like you know what this shit is not as hard as everyone makes it like you can choose how like you can choose your mindset and that's why i think it's really cool that you like and like you think of your thoughts like at the end of the day i similarly i kind of replay like i have a lot of i collaborate with so many interesting people and at the end of the day i always sort of like play through my correspondences with them whether it's via phone calls or emails or whatever and i just kind of check myself like hey how was i today was i my best you know did i let someone down like was i like maybe i was a little hangry and like around three o'clock and i wasn't so nice i didn't do those push-ups yeah 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 you know like so you know i think it's important because we're and also acknowledging that like you know what if you do that every day and you're honest with yourself you're not always perfect like I'm not always like the nicest, most positive person at all times. And no. You know what? But I'm always seeking out to be. Yeah. And that's important to be on the pursuit. That's right. You got to double down on the things <laughs> that you're not good at. Yeah. Everybody, Let me get some everybody's of that. working on their their Thanks, skills. <laughs> <laughs> double down on the things that you you're not good at. Work towards your fears. Shit. Yeah, man. I, I'm with you. How how's the um so you just you just finished recording some solo music? Like I'd yeah. love to hear about like what's going on in the personal so music everything side of yeah. all of like yeah. to yeah. to touch on what you're saying about oh, yeah, the kind yeah. thing. Yeah. So my my business, my brand, everything, like the people that work with me, they know that we are the nice people. Like when Evolvement Music is on the scene, the crew is nice. If there's a problem and somebody's reacting by yelling at somebody, like my crew is always the smile and let's resolve this. Like that's how we operate and that's the brand of the business. That's been the brand of Michael Bernier as a musician, as a master of ceremonies and happiness. That's the brand of Freevolt. The whole thing is enjoy your life. Like that's the brand and that is because of what also you're saying is like work is life like at the end of it all it's my life the thing is i'm gonna die there are no two me there's one me there exactly so there's this always lingering you know fact that we're impermanent we're going to die and it's beautiful i love it so i'm going to make sure that the days that i'm here it's a good time and the to operate in this society, you have to generate income. So yeah. I'm gonna make the work life <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Like yeah. it's your life. Like it's your yeah. life. You're living it right now. Yeah. Are you enjoying what you're doing? 
Like, are you, are you happy at your job? If you don't like your job, you have the option and the opportunity to quit. Yeah. Yes. You can say you don't, you got to pay your bills, yada, 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 all these things. I get it, but I don't get it because you're still at that job and you're not doing anything to get out of there. Like, just do it. Step out there. Crush it. Own the day. You're going to die. Like, when you're laying down, like, if I, yeah. if I die right now, Zach... During this interview, this lovely podcast <laughs> with you that I'm so enjoying, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I've had a great life, and yeah. I like I look back and I'm like, there's no like, oh, I should have done that. I wish I did that. I like, was waiting to do I that. I did that <laughs> stuff, and I'm continuing like every day to do new things. Like, yeah. it didn't stop. Like, okay, I got my my job at 28, and I'm doing this nine to five every day, and nothing changes. No life has continued to be like i'm a child i've i've executed being a child forever and succeeding doing it like just having a good time like that's my work yeah. is be like i'm at work and people know that like i'm in the good mood i'm the happy guy i'm the good time guy like that's yeah. that's life because i'm gonna die yeah and then when i go home i can be a happy guy too yeah yeah, that's beautiful. Times. I you try know, to be. You, you know, know. A, uh, an unplanned outcome of this podcast, and maybe it's, uh, I mean, the unemployment rate in the United States is pretty low right now, but it sounds like it might go up if enough people take take this seriously that aren't happy. Like, everyone, just quit your jobs. Just create Ma your cre jobs. Cre and then create your jobs. Like, that's that's what it's People fun. are yeah. doing <laughs> it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, again, I'm just an ordinary individual. I created the things that yeah. just did it so you could just do it whatever you are so, yeah. you're a janitor start your janitor you could do it just freaking do it yeah if you're work if you're working for something if yeah. you're happy keep doing what you're if doing if you're doing something you enjoy but you're not yeah. happy then you entrepreneur gotta entrepreneur yeah. doesn't matter but if yeah. you don't like what you're doing change yeah. up player <laughs> yeah i enjoy writing and and communications and marketing and i've worked at like, I think I worked at like four agencies and I was just like increasingly like feeling get like I was getting better at my job, but decreasingly happy. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I just got to do it on my own. And then I found like minds that were like doing the same thing. They were like, yeah, I was trying to work like within the ways in which people were trying to tell me to be happy or tell yeah. me to act. And I couldn't just act. And once you, it's one of the scariest things you, 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 that I did. And I'm sure that a lot of people will will do or have done is kind of quit you know quitting a job or moving somewhere or, or and not not knowing what you're you know what job you're going to have like the reality is we've never lived in a better time where there's like so many jobs and hustles out there so like if you want to go start a podcast or if you want to go create a production company do the thing you want to do go get, like my brother's doing this right now he's writing books he quit his job in the entertainment scene. You know what he everybody does? Thinks he everybody thinks everybody else no, writes. No, he no. writes books. No, you he's, write books. No, he Write writes books. books. He's That's like, his... I'm writing books. He wrote He wrote a, like, a beautiful novel. No, he's an he's author. working on a second one. And he's like, and you know what he does? He hustles and he drives for Uber and Lyft. Write the book. And he's Work like, for Uber and Lyft. Do what you got to do. do. Write do. the book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not just see, and I'm speaking from experience. I had a job. I got out of college. I had my management science degree, concentration in marketing. I got a job. It was a good job. EBSCO Publishing in Ipswich. I liked the people. I actually liked the job. But one day, I was there two years. I'm walking down the hill. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. 
The weather is sweet. The sky is blue. Everything's so nice. I'm walking down the hill to go into the building. I started to cry. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going in here. I'm going to be in here for the next eight hours. Right there, I was like, I'm going to do something I don't want to do. Gotcha. I walked in, I went in, I called my boy Joel, who was like trying to push me to start a little business. I was like, yo, I'm going to put in my notice, let's do it. He was like, <laughs> yes, so excited, phone down, went to my boss's office, closed the door. He was like, no, 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 don't close the door. No, no, no. He's like, oh, I was like, yep. I'm like, that's it. He's like, I knew you weren't going to, he's like, you weren't. You're not cut out to, to be in here, man. You got other things you got to be doing. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. So I put in my two weeks, and I went to Cali for a while. So I quit my job, and then I just did whatever I felt like doing and worked hard at it. That's it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That is, that, that's beautiful, dude. Is, it, is a lot of this, like, I imagine I got to listen to the new uh, the new album, but the solo album yeah. you put out is a lot, just drawing on a lot of the... So the solo album, um, the solo album is not released yet. Where it's still in the production, there's like three songs left. It's gonna be a 15 track album, and there's other artists featured on 13 of the tracks on the album. Amazing! It's a reggae, reggae um, that touches on some rock elements album, but predominantly it's a reggae album. Um, with exceptional reggae artists on the ones that we've already announced are uh, Warrior King, um, Mighty Mystic. Um, I can't. I don't know which ones we've announced yet, so I can't say it. But uh, we'll double check on it after. Maybe yeah, I can throw it up in the blog. So post. the album is Michael Bernier. Enjoy your life, and it has. It's yeah. The message in the music is. Totally, it's it's everything I'm saying, yeah. but I'm singing it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, like uh, yeah. the track with Warrior King. Tell me something. Tell me something. Tell me something. Are you living a lie? Doing something, all for nothing. Are you wasting your time? Get a punching, bitter. Get a bunching, bitter for your tribe. <laughs> Get to running, get up and running. Now is the only time. It's all shit like that, yeah. Beautiful. You can keep going. I wouldn't stop you. That's awesome. So that's coming. So that's for that's coming out later this year. Three, a few yeah. more songs to go. I uh, can't wait for that. Looking forward to sharing that. It's so easy to talk about it and to choose a side. But we know from my own encounters, every story has several sides. Do you really think about the person you are inside? What are we living for? I don't even know the words. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that line. Do you really think about who we are inside? What do we do for work? Is it the best way that we can provide? Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. Keep going, dude. Oh, yeah. That's what I got. That's awesome. We got. We have to come up with some. We're gonna have to create some things together so that we have like built-in excuses to just spend time. <laughs> like we don't like. Well, I'm working <laughs> on a new uh, 
a new business right now. It's called Enjoy Your Life Brand. Um, Lo- love so it. So we're uh, it's gonna you know have merchandise, clothing, and accessories, and then we're gonna put on an Enjoy Your Life Music Festival, Enjoy Your Life Road Race, uh, this kind of thing. So we're we're just uh, you know locked in the logo and we're doing like a slow launch here before we do something real cool so probably won't be for like six months but you know at these race events that i'm at i'm in front of you know over a million people a year easily mm-hmm. on the microphone you know the ultimately the center of attention for the event and um i have this exceptional avenue to you know provide people with a you know a positive product enjoy your life and yeah. Uh, you know, take advantage of that while I'm out there in the world saying good things. What's cool about you sharing that is when I listen to you talk about some of the master ceremony stuff and like maybe it's only at times like three or five minutes or maybe sometimes it's a little longer, but I kept thinking to myself, fuck, the whole thing should just be the enjoy your life experience. Like music festival, just like maybe some intimate breakaway, like sessions, talks, just like, you know, whatever, poetry, comedy, whatever people's artistry is, just being able to manifest in the world around Enjoy Your Life. Maybe you're a partner in that business, Yeah, let's go, dude. We're starting it right here in front of everybody. I would love, like, at at a minimum, I'll just be like an advisor to Enjoy Your Life, and I'm I'm here for you, bro, but I want to, I actually have some ideas for bringing, like, all the different type of storytellers and artists just together so that it can manifest in all the ways that you enjoy your life. So like even all the ways we can't even think about that's it. listening right here. Come can, with your idea. Come check us in two years and see if we did this or we didn't. Yep. Is that gonna be a part of the Enjoy Your Life movement? Or is this just some talk right now? There we go. We're holding <laughs> I'm holding myself accountable accountable yeah. to these intentions. All right. We'll That'd be it. dope. Uh, I'm looking for the right person. Yeah. Maybe this is it. There we go. What else, man? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So six weeks. Six weeks old right now. Second, yeah, beautiful second, second boy. His What's na- his name? His name is Cassius Ocean Bernier. And my first son is Marcellus Stone Bernier. Nice. Yeah. My beautiful yeah. wife is Kristen Elizabeth. Yes. Who, I, who I've met and, and had the, the treat of being able to hang out with. Yeah. Too. She's, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. And she just uh, is now the owner of Riverside Yoga and Massage right here in downtown Newburyport, Mass. There you go. Yeah. Boom. We got a nice little plug. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> how, long, how long has it been open? Um, it was an existing business oh. that we purchased. Like, nice. Uh, Four or five months ago. So it's been yours for not even six months. No. Nope. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And that's her just like chasing chasing her passion. Hell yeah. You know, I've always encouraged that. And we knew that the goal was for her to have a yoga studio in town. She's a yoga teacher. And that place be, that she was teaching at became an option. And, you know... I'm going to live up to everything that I'm saying. I've fully supported the operation. Let's go for it. And uh, we worked it out. And, you know, it's wonderful. It's going wonderful. (laughs) Learning. Learning on the job. Yeah, man. You got to step out of the comfort zone. Take that away from all the things that I'm saying, all my ramblings. Like, it feels so... you, You know, like... 
if you if you're at your <laughs> you're at your you normally do 50 push-ups mm-hmm. and you get there and you're like oh all right i'm gonna stop now and then you do like 51 and you're like ah all right, and you start having these talks in your head yeah, yeah. but if you push yourself actually past that point of where like it's not your mind that's stopping you um you've heard this concept of the mind having a governor on it mm-hmm. similar to a car mm-hmm. so the same thing so if we could just like take that thing off whatever it is that tells us when we get to this point of like oh i'm uncomfortable oh this is where i should stop i should you know step back be safe just like forget about that and just do like 126 push-ups because your body will do it yeah it's your mind that's stopping you and it's so interesting so yeah. that's it so when you step out of your comfort zone not only do you like reap these amazing benefits but it's exciting like it's exciting life awesome. is exciting yeah mm-hmm. you say things that i think way cooler <laughs> way more eloquently like you're like i'm not a master of ceremonies you are you know what is also a a large uh part of what allows me to you know, maintain this positive frame of mind or whatever it is here realistic frame of mind is the foods that i consume and the way that i treat my body and you know i have been know a plant-based diet vegetarian for over 20 years and uh, vegan for over 10 years and since eight years old exercising you know I've always had this desire to whether it was like try to be realistic with myself with am I vain whatever the reason is I've always wanted to maintain a positive healthy you know physical structure yeah appealing physical structure yeah and so have like i eat clean, that's some real talk right clean there. Yeah. or like, i don't know what yeah. the motivation was yeah, man. Yeah. i wasn't even thinking about it but maybe it, yeah, you just life. always wanted to reaffirm yourself with like a good, yeah. so, like, now good i know image. why i want it's because i feel good you feel good I feel good i feel good for all of those reasons yeah. i'm happy what like i i'm i'm proud of yeah. being fit yeah. Yeah. you know in a positive way it's it's okay to be proud of, of things like i put work into this i feel good about it yeah um but eating clean food like spending you know four times the amount to purchase the organic options i've been eating a 95 percent organic diet for also 15 20 years just like it'll not having the the drugs the chemicals like I've, i don't take medicine there's no i haven't had again even an aspirin since 14 years old or something nothing no wow. medicine zero and like I, i'm not numb i'm not there's no drugs in there there's no chemicals it's a it allows i think it allows my system to operate a little more properly yeah you know i I get to be myself as opposed to whatever those things are doing to me. And I think a lot of us don't even realize, even when we're eating like good food and it's lettuce and it's chicken breast and et cetera, that it still has chemicals that if you drank them out of the bottle, you would die in them. So, you know, stay away from the pesticides and it will actually allow you to feel better. All of a sudden you'd be like, damn, I feel good. All I did was start eating clean food. I'm not on drugs. 
So you got your you got your body running optimally. Well, that's yeah. the goal. That's no, I mean, right? Yeah. You know, optimal, you know, physical and mental health uh, is yeah. the goal. Yeah. And there's always more that can be done. Yeah. And there's always in things that you do that you know are not assisting you in the process. Yeah. You have a pizza. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, this isn't making my body more fit but perhaps <laughs> and maybe this is rationale perhaps it's making you actually happier in your mind so it does a good thing for your mental health yeah weigh it all out there you go yeah, yeah we should, if i didn't have to go have dinner with my wife and friends after this i'd say let's just order a pizza right now i mean it's just, feel good about it yeah i'll feel good about it and uh, we'll bang on a couple hundred push-ups yeah some pull-ups the bar's right there i have yeah. the punching bag in the closet we'll hang it up nice Sweat it out. Have a pie. <laughs> there you go. We earned it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you got me back on track. I was like, I don't know where I was. I was off. I was off the rails of the questions, and then I, I wanted to ask you about food and and. Uh, it's such and, an important yeah. part of it all. Yeah. Being plant based. Everything you take vegan. in. Take yeah, like yeah. You're putting it in you. Yeah. You know, think, just think about it a little bit. You don't know what that stuff is on the package and yeah probably shouldn't be eating it yeah this has been amazing dude like i feel like we accomplished several things most importantly that come two years from now enjoy your life is going to be something that we yeah. have partners in there you go i'm like i kind of can't get off it now like Let's do it. there's a whole tangent in my brain that's just like it's I don't even realize fully what's manifesting up there right now, but there's a whole sequence of thoughts and ideas. I'm going to be like text messaging you at two in the morning. My wife's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is happens all the time. Like, this is what happens my... to me. Like, I'll be like taking notes. I'm like, oh, I'm on GoDaddy. And like, oh, I want to buy bostonspeaksup.com. That's what I bought the domain. I was like, it was like two in the morning. She's like, what are you doing? But she's like, what are you doing? I'm texting Bernie. What? What about what? Enjoy your life. She'd be like, huh? Just enjoy your life, babe. Uh, wait, huh? Wait. Uh, hopefully by then I'll have told her the, uh, the story so she'll know what I'm talking about. Well, let this podcast be an epic one then. <laughs> As it foretells our future. Who knows? Maybe we'll make it a two-part series. We'll see. We've you know, got a good string of thoughts here. Um, Get hip with me on that Instagram yeah. jam. Enjoy Michael Bernier. Yeah. That's it. At enjoy Michael Bernier. You got it. That's what it is right there. Yeah, man. Is Instagram your preferred platform to kind of share things? Yeah, everything else is Michael Bernier and the Uprising. At cool. Michael Bernier and the Uprising on Facebook, Michael Bernier and the Uprising dot com. All that. Enjoy Free Volt. Everything yeah. is enjoy Free Volt. Yeah. That's it, man. Most importantly, enjoy your life. Recognize you decide how you feel in every situation. There's no reason to dwell on misery. Be human. Let things pass. Enjoy your day. Go to sleep smiling. Could be a last night, buddy. <laughs> I love you. Amen, Michael. I love you, bro. Get over here. I'm getting into the house.